What if we could live more in harmony with our animal friends and the whole of nature simply by stopping and listening more? Chats with animal professionals and interspecies communicators aims to bring animals and the world of nature front and center. We'll be chatting with professionals working in the animal industry and intuitive interspecies communicators about their work in the field. I'm your host, Tracy Pierce. I'm a professional animal communicator and lifelong animal lover and spiritual explorer. I've worked with animals professionally since 2002, and I've been studying animal communication and the human-animal connection since 2014. Chats with Animal Professionals and Interspecies Communicators is for animal lovers, nature lovers, intuitives, spiritual seekers, and those interested in interspecies communication. Our aim is to bring awareness to these professions and to expose the new and old science behind some of these seemingly out-of-the-world careers. We hope to educate and tickle your mind about what is possible by discussing this work and ways we can work with our animal friends, nature friends, and the planet as a whole instead of them always being a secondary consideration. Join us now as we explore today's topic. Hello and welcome to this episode of Chats with Animal Professionals and Interspecies Communicators. Our guest today is Rebecca Abraxas, and our topic is Alignment Through Voice and Nature. Rebecca Abraxas has spent the last 25 years writing and performing conscious folk songs to uplift and inspire her audiences. Now she supports individuals on their awakening journey to find inner peace and consistent happiness through vocal sound bath journeys, custom sound therapy programs, and awakened voice sessions. Her path has led her to become certified in multiple healing modalities, the most recent being an advanced certification in sound therapy. Rebecca uses frequencies in her voice to help people find their own signature frequency that offers them inner peace, deep trust, growing awareness, and release from past programming. Teaching people about the power of their own voice as a transformational tool and a path to enlightenment is Rebecca's passion. She has a new 10-week reset program designed specifically for women going through challenges with midlife awakening. Thank you, Rebecca, for joining us here today. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I I wonder to kick things off if you could just tell our listeners a bit about how you came to do this work that you're doing. You know, I've let's see. I have been singing for a while. Um in my 20s, I started to uh teach myself to sing through writing songs, and at the same time, I was just so curious about spirituality and human potential. So those two avenues, those paths in my life kind of converged one night when I was doing this prayer meditation and just pleading to angels. I remember this so clearly, this moment, that I wanted the path of my sound, my voice, to be of service to people, you know, to help, to be of service with my voice. And then the path just started to unroll, like roll out in front of me. I started to sing to senior healthcare centers and do kids shows and sing at churches. And people started to come up to me and say that my voice was very healing to them. Um, but when I hit my 40s, uh, 
performance actually started to feel really empty. So it was very interesting. Um, I got this download. Um, I was in this priestess program and I got this download to sing without words. And that started this whole inquiry of, of what sound healing was because I, at the time I didn't really know about toning and chanting and things like that. So yeah, so it was just the path just kind of started to reveal itself. And then when I started toning with the meditation, um, what was happening? Um, I would get downloads. I would get just feel more expanded spiritually. And I've always been one with nature. I've always been the kid that you can't get inside and stuff. So it just naturally, when I started toning um, and being in nature, it just all kind of came together. And the path to sound healing just started to reveal itself and I just started taking Reiki and using Reiki with sound during my sessions and the sound piece just came out I started doing like light language and source singing and and then I just started walking around the lake that I live near and the I just started singing with nature and one day I was walking around the lake and I was like I should just share this with people. I should share how singing in nature is just brings so much bliss and joy. So yeah, long story short, that's what kind of got me into all of this and then led to these, these walks and singing with nature. Yeah. Cause that, that's how I first connected with you as I, I, a friend of mine invited me to one of your nature choir, choir singing events and like you said, we met up at the lake, we kind of walked around and found a beautiful place to sing. And to me, it just really felt like we were singing with nature. Yeah. Uh, it, and it sounds like you were just inspired, like the, your whole your whole journey has really just been inspired from above, from, from higher forces. It does seem that way for sure, yeah. Um, and when we sing with nature, it's not so much we're like, adding an instrument well we're kind of adding an instrument i see nature as like uh, a force or frequency that helps bring us all back to resonance calms us all down and trains us into this oneness frequency so we're we are all in training to the atmosphere's human resonance and that's at 7.82 hertz and nature is really non-judgmental around this right so it just entrains us into that Schumann resonance. And we all have this kind of oneness feeling when we entrain to that together. And when we sit in nature, we just have that together. And when we're in nature, it's more like we're starting to really open up our listening skills. And that's really part of the, the throat chakra, really this deep listening. And when we, when we fall into that deep listening, there's this beingness that happens. And you probably experienced that when we were in nature together. There's this beingness. And then we just become one of the frequencies with nature. So it's not so much we are singing, um, you know, like hearing what they are and then coming out with it. We're just, we're, we're being in the symphony and we're just being one of the frequencies in it. So it's it's a little different, right? It's like, um that's how i see it it's more of a beingness rather than a doing wow that's that's really interesting i'm not sure that i have ever heard the the throat chakra being described as part of our our listening skills that's that's really interesting to me 
And, you know, when I, when I went to your event, I had this, I was actually going through, um, there was a multi-species symposium that I was participating in about the same time. And they were really bringing forward these ideas of being an interspecies communicator um, where, I mean, I'm an animal communicator, so that, that feels natural, but yeah. I guess I hadn't thought about communicating with nature in, in this same kind of way necessarily as like I'm communicating with animals. So when I attended this event, I was like, wow, Rebecca really seems like she's an interspecies communicator. And I'm not sure if you referred to yourself in that way at all, but that's what gave me the idea to contact you. Yeah. So it really felt like you were connected to nature in this deeper way. Yeah. And I, I wonder how you describe this a little bit, but could you say more about how listening to nature really plays into the voice and the singing work that you do? Sure. Um, so that deep listen, I've been meditating and practicing this deep listening. I do it every morning. And when I'm done doing that, I let out a tone. Um, so I go into the deep listening and then I get into this place where I just feel it's just source energy. It's part of the source of me. And I let out this tone. And I feel like I've been tuning it over the years, right? And it's like when I when I do that deep listening, I just I'm becoming my source self. So when I bring that out into nature, um, I'm I feel like I'm doing the same thing. I'm just listening to and instead of like I, well, source is through everything. So I'm listening through listening to source through nature, and that there's that same listening and beingness that I become in nature. And in being nature, then I, I know, I just know. So there's something called claricognizant. You probably have heard of the claras. Claricognizant is how I run. And that's just this knowing. So people are like, well, how did you, you know, see that or know that? And I'm just like, I just know. And so that's claricognizant. And so when I sit in nature and do that deep listening, that claricognizant just expands there's this beingness and I just start letting out sound. So it's not so much that it's heading to the, the thinking brain and I'm getting what to sing or what to, you know, what they're saying. It's just that, and this is how I run all my sound sessions and my intuitive readings and stuff like that. It's just, there's just this beingness that creates a knowingness. And that's how I sing with nature too. We just, I just become a frequency of knowing in there. <laughs> If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that does make sense and it feels like there's yeah, sort of this subtle difference that you're you're talking about where um becoming one essentially with 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 nature rather than us being separate in nature and singing to or in in nature. Oh. Yeah. So I wonder if I mean, you said that the, it feels like the claircognizance is really what has let, led the way for you, but do you feel like source is, is, has been your main teacher through this or have there other been, have, have there been other human teachers that have really influenced this direction for you? Um, definitely source, just my, my experience, actually source through voice. Voice has always had my back. But, you know, I can't, like, I mean, I've had so many different experiences and teachers, like, 
um, my Reiki teacher and access conscious teacher, uh, Kevin Schoenizer and um, Gary Douglas. Uh, I've taken Course in Miracles. I grew up Catholic. Uh, you know, it, it's just I had I've had a very spiritual life. Um, I'm a certified yoga teacher. I've taken yoga therapy. So I've always been ex seeking and exploring the next um, spiritual leading edge, right? So that's how that's always informed me. Uh, but recently, I guess just before the pandemic, I kind of had this kind of like dark night of the soul. I think my midlife awakening and I was just like, no more seeking out here. And I really just tuned in and just started. Um, I let go of everything. I let go of every path except for my voice. And that consistency with that path of just my voice and source has given me so much consistent peace and so much more knowing and, um, it's just been a beautiful unfolding since uh, before the pandemic when this all kind of stirred stirred my life up. So um, there's so many teachers and paths to thank, but and to, you know, just honor. And now these days I take that all and just come back to me, come back to source and just oneness with all. So that's I feel like that's a really powerful message. and. I, I know in my own experience, like I, I can relate to what you're saying, like, oh yeah, I always want to look for what's the next thing. And, but sometimes we do need to just kind of tune back in to ourselves and that godlike part of ourselves inside and get the information from there instead of, you know, always trying to get it from somewhere outside of ourselves. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be a lot of peace. And my, and my voice really helps with that because when I sing out those tones, um, all of a sudden it just, I get, it's like a, a clear path. It's like, let's everything else go. And I have the intention of source with the sound and it just, it's like a funnel to it. It's, it's an amazing practice, this, this toning. And I, I love teaching midlife women this practice so they can just start letting go of like that past subconscious programming and just really funnel in to what they do know and, and, and there's so much bliss there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I guess I, I know in my own personal process, singing has been such an empowering practice. You know, I've been in some different singing groups around the area, but I really felt like there was something different with what you were offering in adding that nature piece into the practice. And mm. I wonder if you might say, more about how figuring nature into the practice kind of changes the singing practice overall. Sure. Um, you know, nature is so unbiased, right? There's so nature's so non-judgmental. And so I think a lot of times when we think of using the voice, um, we're still in performance mode. It's really hard to think that we're not going to be rejected when we're when we're heard, right? Um, so we think of voice a lot as performance. And so what I think nature can help people do and it's helped me do is that it's just a wonderful place to be vulnerable. It's a wonderful place to feel complete no judgment. Nature, a tree is not gonna judge you. So you go sit up by the trunk of the tree, you put your forehead <laughs> here, or you hug, I'm a tree hugger, you hug it and then you just feel the energy run through you. Um, there's such 
permission and allowance to be all of you with no judgment. So I think singing in nature just gives you so much of that and helps you start to shift out of using your voice for performance and using it for just spiritual connection. So, um, yeah, sound healing is not about performance, sound therapy. It's just about using your voice as a superpower. And the superpower in nature is just to connect and be and be in oneness with all. So that's why I think nature is such an amazing place to do that because it's a place to be vulnerable and it, it teaches us about our, our, our frequencies, the symphony of our frequencies because it has so much of that frequency, the, the symphonies um, of frequencies without judgment. Yeah, I, I can really, really relate to that because, you know, we go out in nature and the birds and the, the trees don't really care if we're in tune or singing off key or whatever. So I, I know for me, that is, I, that's been a big thing where it's like, oh yeah, I, I'm not being judged and they don't really, they don't care if I'm off key. So that's, yeah, yeah I hadn't quite thought about it in that way, but that makes a lot of sense now that you've articulated that. And the, and the thing is about being off key is that's that's performance mode in sound healing. Yeah. Being off key actually could be just the interval that's required to shift something. There's so much like brilliance in our sound and it doesn't have to be quote in key. That's all performance art. This is all like, you know, it's a, there's a whole nother realm of using our voice. So it, so many people are nervous about being off key and that's what's so great about just sound healing in general with nature and with, you know, just, you don't have to be, it doesn't have to be perfect. And it's sometimes the imperfections are the um, things that are just needed to move the, the energetic block. Wow. Yeah. You're well, I, when I first went to college, I was a music major. So I guess I'm seeing how that kind of is playing into the, the way I'm using my words here. Um, but yeah, that makes, that makes a lot of sense to me. And I guess I had, again, I hadn't quite thought of it that way that we're really not off key. It's just what's there and that wants to be voiced in the moment. Oh, and another thing, maybe you learned this, but there's something called just intonation and there's, uh, and there's called um, equal tempered intonation. So there's two different tuning styles. Um, our equal tempered is so that a piano could hold all those sounds, right? And, and, and they're all equal space between them. Just intonation has to do with everything else in nature is tuned to just intonation. It has to do with the mm -hmm. harmonic theories. And so our modern day music performance art is, is tuned to something that doesn't even go with nature. So when we think we're off tune, are we really? I mean, in nature, nothing's off tune because they, they're like in with the harmonic series and it's so different um, how nature's tuned and how we tune modern day music. So it's like a whole different tuning system. So wow, it's I... talk about being out of tune, um, you know, and that has to do with performance and equal tempered tuning whereas just intonation just tuning is has everything to do with being in tune with nature and a lot of purists um some people even tune their piano to this just intonation rather than the equal tempered but it's the reason you 
do equal tempered is so that everyone is on the same you know trajectory like can play together in the same keys and stuff like that so um you know for music purposes for writing music music purposes it helps but it's out of tune with nature wow i had no idea i yeah i never learned that in school yeah it's very interesting yeah, I didn't know that. That is totally fascinating. You've given me something. And now I got something to look up and research after we're done. Because, yeah, I had no idea about that. That's really super fascinating. So I, I feel like a big part of your work is helping people find alignment with their true, true selves through voices and nature. So is it just a matter of going out and tuning in and singing singing or how can we find that alignment through our voices well it's what i love it's like a three-step process i think there's an emptying process because there's all this judgment there's all this belief system there's all this trauma around expressing ourselves and that's deep in the subconscious so there's an emptying process that can, your your voice can help you with and that just being in nature can start to soothe right um and then there's this filling up process because once you let go um we kind of feel like we're in a void so if we don't fill back up with love higher frequencies because we're filled up with lower frequency denser frequencies we fill back up with love and gratitude we can totally do that through voice through there's a formula from jonathan goldman uh sound plus intention equals uh, outcome or manifestation so if we put sound out and we put um, intention into it, we can have um, love, gratitude in, in every sound we make. Um, and again, when we sit in nature, uh, we attune to the Schumann resonance, which is a, as a, it's a more stable, consistent vibration, which also gives us the sense of, fills us with inner peace, right? So there's that filling. And then there's, there's watching, um, where you go off right because as human beings we have the human condition so if we walk down the street and we get triggered that's a lowering of your vibration right that's going down into those lower emotions and using voice and nature to tune you back up into this expanded state so i feel like our birthright is to be in an expanded expanded ecstatic joy like contented joy state and your voice and nature helps us find resonance with that. And so um, and using voice like toning and chanting and a mantra to do that emptying and then using that intention and sound and just sitting in nature to fill back up. And then you start to notice the discrepancy of when you're when you've dropped, you know, when you've contracted and and when you've expanded. So you just start. I've, I have a system of using the voice to get us back to that expanded state within like 30 seconds to a minute, you know? And so it's like, it's this tuning process and it's these simple practices that you can do with voice and, and nature, you know, just taking a nature walk every day. And after your nature walk, just letting out a simple, ah, and tuning yourself to that, the frequency that you got from nature, really powerful stuff. Oh yeah. Wow. That's going to try that here later. I, I frequently do go for a walk in the morning, but I hadn't thought about, 
um, incorporating the sound in the way that you're talking about. So you've definitely given me a bit of a homework assignment yeah, here today. Good. Yeah, so that's really fantastic. I wonder, you know, we've talked about a number of things so far. Is there anything else that we haven't already touched on that you really want to share with us today? Let's see. Um... Yeah, we. I think we got over a lot. Got out, Got on with a lot of things. Um, I. Let's see. I think I'm good. I, you know, and I have uh, offerings. I can talk about that. Some of the stuff yeah. I do with this. Um, I don't know if anyone's local, but I do do some local workshops. Um, I take this sound work and I do grief work workshops, grief circles. So we use the power of voice to shift grief so people can in their grief process still still be living their joy. Um, so I have, it's called the Sunshine Club. That's coming up um, August 1st. It's a six week group at the uh, Natural Funeral in Lafayette, Colorado. And then at Soul Tree, um, which is a studio here in uh, Lafayette, Colorado, I'm doing Tuning to Love. And that's also something, it's a work, three-hour workshop. It's also something I might start uh, offering online as well, Tuning Yourself to Love. And, of course, the Nature Choir is coming up. <clears throat> I do it every new season, so the summer one is coming up. And all these will be uh, on my website at RebeccaAbraxis.com. And, um, yeah, and we'll, I, we'll definitely include that in the show notes because sometimes cool. you have um, things in other parts of, is it just Boulder County mostly, or do you, do you ever right venture now, into Denver at all? Or I'd love to actually someone, um, someone recently wanted to, wanted to host a sound bath and they're somewhere North. I think they're like um, by Fort Collins or something. So I'd be happy to travel. And, um, and, and every third Friday I do a sound bath where we, it's called the illuminated sound bath and we i just do bring my crystal bowls i'm sitting behind a lot of plants and i'm singing out and it's a lot of fun those sound baths it's every third friday in a boulder unity right awesome so we'll definitely include your your website in the show notes so if people want to learn more about you they'll be able to just hop on over there and um, also see, you know, if somebody's listening after 2023, they'll be able to see what events you've got coming up. Yeah, so we'll sure. be sure to include that. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Rebecca, thank you so much for joining us here today. You've enlightened me for sure. You brought right. forward some, some things I really hadn't thought about and definitely got some homework assignments in mind for things I want to try. So thanks so much for being here today, Rebecca. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thank you, dear listener, for tuning in today. I hope you find yourself tickled and considering what else is possible when we decide to listen in different ways. Your animal and nature friends want to communicate with you. Are you ready to listen? If you found this podcast valuable and would like to support us, please use the donation link in the show notes to make a donation. Thank you so much for your support. If you're an animal professional or interspecies communicator and would like to be a guest on the show, please send an email to hi, that's H-I, at tracy-pierce.com. Music is courtesy of Fesslian Studios. All links we mention will be provided in the show notes for this episode. If you found this show informative or helpful, 
please consider leaving us a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcasts. 